My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You're tuning in to the Badass Business Podcast, a show hosted by Lauren Liz Love and Corlin Hazelwood. The Badass Business Podcast started as a conversation around entrepreneurship and how to navigate a business in the online space. You know, making money, building an audience, and doing all the things. We quickly realized that our company, Badass Business Babe, was just the container for our own personal development. And growing a business was really just about growing yourself. By tuning into this podcast, you're making a conscious decision to up-level every area of your life. Each week, we show up in our raw truth to have vulnerable conversations around entrepreneurship, mindset, and spiritual evolution. BBB Nation is a group of women dedicated to building wealth, achieving what others call unrealistic, and creating an exceptional life. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Badass Business Podcast. I'm kind of having a moment. If you're listening to this in the car, you are not being chased by a siren. There is no cop behind you. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> Has that happened to you before? What? Like if you're in the car and like the radio plays a siren, you think that there's like something behind you. Yeah, 100%. But I also live in a city full of sirens all the time. So I've kind of numbed them out, which is bad because sometimes there actually is a car (laughs) behind me. And I'm that bitch just like still driving in the middle lane. Just like, oh, it must be the radio. No, it's a legitimate cop car who needs through. Sometimes there's like radio commercials that have that sound. And I'm like, how is this legal? Like, it should not be legal to be able to put that siren noise in your radio commercials like I completely agree sales can we tactic. get on that can we create that change somewhere please <laughs> I, I think might start with like us not doing that which we just did <laughs> one day guys one step at a time <laughs> what's up happy August you guys We're happy like, Leo season how is like Leo season for you like what does that even mean for you Um, I'm just like, so Leo season in general is just all about embracing your true self, like embracing who you are and, um, really relaxing into play, right? If you think about like a lion cub, they're like super playful and they like, they're in flow and they just like have so much fun, but they're also so freaking fierce and so passionate about what it is that they're doing. And that's the Leo energy is like, you're fiery, you're vivacious, you're bold, you're bright, right? Like think about my hair. And it's so funny how like Raquel says, like you, you embody the lion because my hair is like this bright red, mm. orange, massive. You can usually tell a Leo because they have big, thick hair. Like really, so serious. Yeah. A lot of Leos have big, thick hair. That's really interesting. 
strange, right? Yeah, I'm like thinking back to people who like I grew up in school with and was like very jealous of their like luscious locks. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe, maybe, maybe she was a Leo. Likely. Um, if you guys don't know who Raquel is, Raquel is our astrology full moon, new moon expert inside VIP supported. Dude, her full moon predictions are fucking epic. Yeah. Like, and she, like, we have an extra new moon this month. We have, which doesn't happen. This happens, I think, once every four years where we have two new moons in one month. And so the second new moon of August is called the black moon. And it's supposed to be like one of the most potent moons that you'll find for like ritual work and manifestation. So that'll be a big thing that we talk about in VIP this month, which I'm really excited. I love those full moon circles. They bring me so much joy. Yeah. So every month, guys, we have full moon circle calls for our VIP supported members. You can go to VIPsupported.com to check out details of the membership. I think like Faith said this back in episode 125, like there's so much value inside that VIP supported membership, like a lot. Just, just a lot. Like, like, can we just take a hot second to think about how much content we've pumped into there for the last three, four, five months? Like, it has been insane. It's been our sole focus for a lot of the year, and it's, woo, we're seeing it, mm-hmm. and y'all are loving it who are in there. So, thank you guys so much to existing members and for our new members, VIP, badassbusinessbabe.com backslash VIP, and you can use the um, coupon code personal brand for an additional five bucks off your first month. Yeah. I love it in there. I feel like it is the container for me to just really like express myself. Like every month I get to release a new training in there. Like I know that it's not about me. Right. But I, me really likes it in there. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like it's fucking awesome. So yeah. And I think, you know, I think your business does need to serve your needs. Like, yeah, we're we're very much moving in that space of this business really isn't about us. It's about the women that we serve. It's about the work that they're doing. But, you know, when you are an entrepreneur, your business still needs to meet your needs. Otherwise, you won't show up in it or you feel unfulfilled in it, right? So I think it's really, really cool that we took something that I think for the team could sometimes have been a little bit stressful and like how much creative energy you had and created a safe container that was an outlet for you to use. Like that is the evolution of a business, right? Is paying attention to um, what it is that, you know, is causing some maybe disruptions in system and how can we shift and integrate to make that a strength of ours rather than something that can kind of not slow us down, but trip us up sometimes. And that was really cool to be able to implement that with you. I really love that you say that because I've noticed for me now that VIP is that container of availability, I feel like I don't, you know, like before VIP, I would get ideas and would run all over the fucking place being like, hey guys, let's implement this thing that I just found out I wanted to do yesterday and it's due Friday, right? Like we would just like, we would run after crazy things. My creative energy didn't know how to be managed. And like, Now I am so excited. Like every month I get to write those love letters and it's just been so fun for me. So I really love that you said that, Coraline. Thank you. And I also love the point of, you know, for any of you out there who are growing businesses, you need to create something that meets your needs or else you're not going to want to show up in it. Like you put Mm -hmm. that so well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of us do start businesses for, you know, quote unquote, selfish reasons. And I think 
as your business grows, you realize that it, it isn't about you. But if you don't build it with the the intention of creating the life that you want, it's not going to meet your needs and you're not going to show up there. So especially in those beginning stages, like be so unbelievably intentional about what you want your business to do for you and then what you want it to do for others. Like those are two really important aspects of any business because you have to feel called to show up there, you know? Yeah. And I love that we're talking about this as we are introing Natalie Bright on the podcast because she is such, oh my God, like Coraline, this conversation I got to have with her, like every time I have conversations with her, I feel like I'm, I get off those conversations and I'm like, oh my God, like I feel so excited about my business and I feel so like high vibe. And she just has this beautiful way of creating that energy with everybody that she talks to. And we talk a lot in this episode about how she created a business that was not just related to her personal growth, but allowed her to express herself in her personal growth where, you know, we talk about her transition from Beachbody into spiritual teaching and running a intuitive based business and just how she's been able to cultivate a brand that's directly connected to her evolution as a human. I really, oh my gosh, there's so many golden nuggets in this episode. I'm really excited to share it. Yeah. I cannot wait for everyone to dig into this. She's like so full of wisdom and so full of like just mic drop moments where you're like, okay, let me pause and digest that and think about that for a few minutes and then let's keep going. Right. So yeah, this is going to be a juicy one. Yeah. I, when I started following her, I was in the early stages of my business and I remember watching just how, cause she's like very woo, right? Like she, on my very first vision board, I had this photo of, it was actually her hand holding a crystal that I like put on my vision board because oh, I, I know just, that photo. You do? I do. Yeah. I just admired how she was always so open in her spiritual work and, you know, transitioning from a network marketing business into doing her own thing, being able to own her spiritual gifts publicly. That was such an attractive element for me as I followed her. So I'm really excited to share kind of a behind the scenes of her journey with you guys today. And If you love this episode, which we know you will, please screenshot and tag on Instagram at Badass Business Babe. And we're doing a giveaway this month. Yeah. So for anyone who is listening, who's loving this show, who wants to rep the BBB swag and claim your Badass Business Babe-ness, you can um, give us a review on iTunes, shout us out on Instagram, and you'll get entered to win uh, one sweatshirt every week we're going to give away. And you can tune in at the end of this episode for the winner. We love you guys. Thanks so much for being here today. Chat soon. excited for this chat because I feel like we haven't talked in a while and there's so much that I want to catch up on for like where you're at and how you are and you're moving to Oregon now yep what the fuck is that about you have to tell me everything right I know so it's it's been really bizarre um how it all unfolded because my husband and I had been kind of just casting a net for I would say the last year or two um, setting intention that, and just like putting it out there that we wanted to relocate to the Pacific Northwest or at least West coast area. Um, and so at the beginning of this year, we really started getting pretty specific and pretty deliberate with, um, setting very clear call-ins of, okay, by, and we even called it of like by July, 
because that was when his anniversary at his current job was going to be his anniversary. And we were like, by July, by your anniversary, you're done. And his anniversary for his work is this Friday and we leave next Monday or next Tuesday. Yeah. So literally like, like goosebumps because it, it lined up so to a T of what we called in. Um, and so we spent most of this year, he, uh, we've been like all over the place because he's been interviewing across the country. And so it's just been like such a wild, wild, crazy journey of like massive letting go of control, just surrendering and seeing like, let's, let's see what, what happens and where this takes us, you know? And so it's been, I mean, it just kind of happened. And then once, once things started kind of transpiring, it just sped up. And then it was like last month we found out he got an offer and we were like, okay, here we go. Like, and then we had four weeks, four weeks. Yeah. So it's been crazy, crazy. What are you feeling around the move? Pure excitement like pure excitement. And it's so, it is so wild how like the universe is just constantly trying to conspire to support. It's just us that always gets in the way because um, even with like us being able to officially say where we're going, cause I knew where we were going for like a month before I could even like announce it publicly because we had to make sure everything was kind of secure and lined up. Um, but as soon as I announced it, like my, my inboxes just started blowing up. Like I was talking to another girlfriend this morning, um, of people asking, like, can we do a retreat? Can we do a women's circle when you get here? Can we do this? Can we meet up? And all this like support, you know? And so it's like, I don't feel any fear. It's more just like, almost like that coming home type of sense, you know? So it's very, very exciting. Well, it's so weird. Uh, Not weird. It's just totally expected. When I saw your post that you were moving, my very first thought was Portland. Like, I feel like she's going to Portland. And I I didn't know that you had visited. I didn't know you even took a trip there. But I was just like, her energy is in Portland. Like, I knew that. So crazy. Well, and that's what, and that, like, so many people that we talk to, they're like, yep, that's where you need to go. Because we we had a really um, big chance of also potentially going to San Fran or going um, to Seattle. And we had visit. you know, we've been there multiple times. Um and everybody was like, no, Oregon, no, Oregon. And it just like flew right in the entire like process with getting there and the offer and everything was so above and beyond what we expected. Um, even down to, we were planning on just getting like an apartment, you know, like nothing, whatever. And we landed a house, like, like stuff like that, where it was just like so above and beyond what we ever expected, you know? Um, and it was just because we weren't really forcing anything. It was just like, let's just see what happens and, and figure it out as we go. You know, can we take that and apply it to business for a hot minute? Because what you just said is I'm like, yes, yes, yes. You didn't force it. You let it be like, tell me about how that shows up in your business. Oh my God. Everything everything like that's lit and and that's what's been so cool is I don't think I've I've applied it to my business I don't think I've applied it to my personal life like I'm the opposite from how most people are you're probably the same way where things are easier for me to do in business than it is my own life you know and so for me I've always been very go with the flow go with my intuition go with my gut trust my creativity and just allow like totally allow um where like for example when I 
build offers or anything. It is literally based off of this rocks. I love it. Let's talk about it and see if other people are interested in having help with it too. And like, I let it be that easy. I don't, I don't spend a lot of time like dallying in, you know, Oh, is this okay? Will people like this? I don't, it is what it is, you know, just letting go of the what ifs and the how and the when, and just going from that space of pure excitement, pure passion, you know, and letting that be the guide. Yeah. Now along your journey, I would love for you to like share your backstory because you didn't just step into what you do now, that kind of unfolded, right? Like you went on this journey of finding that through the detachment. So can you just get the audience up to speed about your journey of entrepreneurship from where you started to kind of where you are now? Yeah, because um, I mean, so present day, I primarily focus on um, conscious business coaching. So I do, I work a lot with like, you know, paradigm shifting, like really teaching a new paradigm way of um, growing an online business. But I didn't go into this being like, I want to be a business coach, you know, like that wasn't even in my headspace. Um, and like many people, the, the main thing that got me really like sold on, okay, I would like to do something like build a business online or be an entrepreneur was watching other people. Like that was it for me. And that's actually a really, I think, powerful thing to note is a lot of times people will look at others and um, feel scarcity and lack or like not enoughness or I can't do that or that's not me. Um, I've always looked at it from the space of, oh God, I can too then. Like if somebody else is doing it, I totally could. Like that, that shows the evidence of what's possible for me. And so that, that was like a, the first seed planted was just seeing what other people were doing. Um, and I just, again, kind of went with what was in front of me at the moment. And um, my first business was an MLM. And so that was like the door, you know, and the, it was like the gateway in, you know, and from there it was just, that was when I realized, wow, I love online business. Wow. I love helping people build businesses. And that really kind of sparked the whole um, business coaching aspect of things. And then from there, it was bringing in like the, the conscious business and the spiritual business um, just through my own journey of, you know, figuring out what worked and what didn't, figuring out what, where I needed to do my own work and then applying that to how I help others, you know? So it was a mixture of like, using other success as evidence of what's possible for me and then staying in my lane of like doing my own work and then applying that to how I help others. When Lauren and I first started growing our business in the online space, the challenge that we had was that we had a low budget for expenses and we had so much to learn when it came to really growing a thriving business and also becoming the thriving woman we were desiring to be. When we sat down and this community really started taking off, we asked ourselves, how can we solve that problem? How can we put something together that is low cost every single month and super high value so that these women can really start creating the businesses and the lives that they truly deserve? And that's where we created VIP Supported. VIP Supported is our monthly membership where we release incredible trainings around growing both yourself and your business in the online space. On top of that, we have an incredible community of women who are 
dedicated to showing up for each other and making themselves the absolute best versions of themselves and the best businesses they could possibly have. It is inspiring to watch and it is amazing to see this community taking off in such incredible ways. We wanted to say thank you for being a part of BBB Nation, for listening here on the podcast by offering you an exclusive offer to join VIP supported for just $9 for your first month. For just $9, you get access to absolutely hundreds of hours of training on growing your business, growing your mind, and growing who you are as a human being. Again, that's badassbusinessbabe.com backslash VIP and use the code personalbrand at checkout in order to save an additional $5 on your first month. Now, back to this episode. One of the things I love about you, and I don't know if you know this, but when I started following you or connecting into your energy on Instagram, you were such an expander for me because I was like, wow, here's a girl who's really vulnerable and true in her spiritual practice. Maybe I can be that way too. And that was really giving me permission to sort of let down that veil around my spiritual sort of rituals. And were you, were you always conscious? Were you always awake? Oh God, no. (laughs) Even in that, I was just sharing in my Instagram stories, I think yesterday about how I love to look at the on this day app on Facebook to see where I used to be even just last year. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, did I think that way? That's, that's where I used to be. Whoa, whoa. And it's like the way I look at like waking up or being conscious or spiritual or anything is it's, it's a coming home. It's a coming back in. It's a dropping back down into who we are, you know? And so it's not something we have to really seek. It's something we have to just um, remember in many ways, you know? And that's how it was for me. It was like, you're not aware until you're aware. And that's all there is to it. And it's like, um, it's a process, you know, where I think it's hard to see that it's unfolding until you look back. Like, that's why on this day app is so great because you can look back and be like, I have been growing. I have been changing. This is so cool. You know, I have a tip for you. Download the time hop app on your phone because you can show um, yourself, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, and your actual regular photos all in one place. Oh my God. (laughs) I I do it every morning. I'm like, where was I? Yeah. It's so great. And it's, and that's a little tip for like repurposing content too. Cause that's, I repurpose a ton of content just by looking at that stuff. Yeah, for sure. How has, as you stepped in from shifting out of MLM and shifting into being your own brand, your own influence, your own message, what was that process like? I think there are a lot of women out there who are feeling the drive to sort of step into something yeah. deeper. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's important first and foremost to say it's going to be terrifying. It's going to be terrifying. It took me a year to have the confidence to do it. Like I, like when I was kind of one foot in, one foot out, I was slowly building like my own, you know, concepts and teachings and stuff very much on the back end and behind the scenes. But it, it took me a lot of like really working on my self-belief to even have the confidence in in fully stepping into my own solo stuff because it's a, uh, a call in to really rely on yourself. And I think for many, the thought of not having a crutch to rely on or not having another brand or another company to back you, to validate you is really terrifying. So 
in, in that stepping in requires a lot of like working on your own worth, your own value, your own enoughness, your own power, your own specialty, um, and really deeply rooting in that because otherwise it's going to be really, really challenging, you know? What were some of the fears or stories that you had to work through at that time? I, well, and I, I was, I was successful in my MLM. Like I, I was full time in it. I was very successful in it, but, um, there's a lot of clickiness in some of those realms. And there can also be a lot of cattiness and some bullying, um, and some fear mongering a little bit. So that was my biggest like thing that I had to really work through is, by doing the the shift, I knew that all that I had built and all the people that I had connected with, most of them would be gone. I knew it. And sure enough, when I walked away, I lost people that you think were your friends and, and communities that, you know, were built off of sisterhood, but you realize it was kind of false sisterhood, you know, stuff like that. But I knew that it was going to happen um, because I had seen other people go through it already. Uh, so it was just challenging to kind of accept the ending of things like, and that I love embracing the birth and, you know, the birth and the death of things and really honoring that that is the natural part. You know, if you're going to welcome in something new, you better be okay with letting go, letting something die, you know? Um, so I had to really come to terms with that and, and really accept that as a part of the process of choosing myself, you know? Yeah. I love that. And I think yeah. there are a lot of women who become, fearful of their entrepreneur desires, even if it's not leaving an MLM. Like I know when I started to podcast and I was sharing my truth more deeply, I had all that resistance around, will I lose friends? Will I lose people who support me? Right? Like that story comes up, I think in a lot of areas of entrepreneurship. So like what, what happened in your personal life as you started to own your truth? Yeah. It's so funny. We're talking about this because just this morning I was um, looking at a quote about the difference between being a sheep and being a wolf and being a sheep. The, the thing that comes with that is boredom being a wolf. The thing that comes with that is loneliness. And, but one is leadership and one is more of the same, you know? And so it's like with that process of owning your truth, um, and really allowing yourself to live from that like pure space of authenticity, not the, the painted space that we see, you know, the true ownership, the embodiment of it. Um, every, every step into your own truth is always going to be a couple people stepping out of it, you know, <laughs> always. Um, and that, the last year has been such a big lesson for me on boundaries and really, really enforcing boundaries um, to protect my ability to keep staying in my, my truth in spite of how other people respond to it. And I know if, like, as I keep stepping in more and more, I do see more and more people not there, um, but more and more awesome people that are more in alignment come in. And so it's, it's that constant exchange, you know, and it's, it's trusting that that will happen um, and trusting that, with anybody who leaves because they can't handle your truth, that has nothing to do with you. It really, it's, it's just them being triggered by what you're reflecting to them, you know, and that's on them. That has nothing to do with you, but there will always be people that will come in and they will see your truth and they will match it and they will want to run with you. And those are the people that matter anyway, you know? 
Well, this is such a valuable lesson circling back to that element of detachment and surrender to be able to say like, this is what I'm channeling and this is what I'm calling in and whoever doesn't like this message, they can leave and I trust that the right people will come back. Yep. Yep. How How did you cultivate that trust? That shows up in every area of your life and it's such a gift. You but. know what it is? It's um, like my, my daily work I do on myself. Like I prioritize self-work above everything. Like everything is driven by my alignment practices, by my inner work, by what I do on myself. Um, and so even down to like everything is driven by that down to how I set up strategies in business, how I set up my systems, my scaling, my automation, everything is driven by inner work. And so that's where the trust has come from, because as I keep following that flow of the inner creates the outer and the more I keep focused on myself and working on myself and building myself up and then applying it to the outer, I see result after result after result. So my trust just elevates and elevates because it's like, yeah, this is working. (laughs) It's working. So of course I'm going to trust it because it's all working, you know? So the more I invest time and energy and care into myself, the more my business grows. 100%. Yep. Yep. We talked a lot about, I remember when we booked this conversation, something that was really deep on our hearts was this item of creating sustainable businesses and being able to create something that's scalable, that allows us freedom. I would love to dive into that conversation with you because I know I've watched you grow from having to do all the things to delegating and building a team. So let's talk about that. Yeah, it's been, it's such a wild journey because I think, you know, obviously there's a time and a place for everything and that's, that's the flip side of it. And I'm sure you've seen this too, of like, I, I've seen some people where they know that scaling and automation and, you know, delegating and hiring out, it's really important, but they jump on and they do it too fast. And then they, they burn out all of their money and they're broke and they, they can't even sustain their business at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there is a time and a place. I think I probably waited a little bit longer. My husband would probably agree to hire out than what I should have. Yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, for me, that process of getting from doing all the things myself to now having like an amazing support system that I work with, it has been me learning first. And that's really important, right? Especially if you're going to, if you're going to want to build this sustainable business, you got to first learn how to build your own business <laughs> and do yeah. it yourself. Right. And, and that's another area I see some people kind of wanting to pass off all the things now. And it's like, but do you know how to do it? Cause if you pass it off now, you're not in your business. Like you're not building the business, whoever you, ha- you know, and you lose that intimacy of, it's your baby and you're growing it, you know? So that was really important for me was to self master and figure it out. And as I grew every next level that I grew, I'm like, okay, passing this off now I'm stable. I'm secure. I'm grounded. I'm good. Pass this off. Okay. Uh, next level, pass this off. So it's like honoring the process and every next level, figure out what you can let go of a little bit so that you can stay in your creativity and stay in your medicine of like, this is what you're supposed to be doing, you know? How did you decide what to delegate? Uh, the stuff that I either um, didn't need to be doing, such as like, I mean, stuff that like, I don't ever remove my human touch ever. 
So like there are certain things that I love to do that I would never outsource for me. And this is something that many people outsource, but I love it. I never outsource my graphic design. I love, and I teach graphic design. So like I never outsource that. But for some, like some of my clients, I'm like, outsource that right now. Like get, get that off your plate. That's not your zone of genius. So that's the thing. What's your zone of genius and what's not? So things that were out of my wheelhouse of pleasure, out of my wheelhouse of that I even needed to do, bye, it's gone. And so anything like that, you know, so it's like knowing where your zone is, knowing what your specialty is, what your superpowers are, and also knowing what is going to grow your sustainable business. You know, um, the things that are going to continue to funnel people in, the, continue to grow you. And make sure that all of those support beams are set up and handled. And if you can't handle them all and you don't specialize in them all, pass the ones off that you can't handle, you know? And to do it a little bit at a time too, because I think it's also important what you mentioned before, having a lean operation and working efficiently. And I think when we delegate things early, it's almost like what I recall in the early days of my business, there were things we were delegating that we thought had to be done that had absolutely no impact on our business whatsoever. Yep. Right? Yep. That's the other very important thing is um, rather than doing all the things, make have a really like simple, effective, aligned structure, um, a really, really clear pipeline or channel that you're bringing, bringing in that flow. Um, and work smart and align, not like trying to do all the things, you know? Yeah. I have a question that pops up for me, and this is just like a yeah. personal thing that I feel <laughs> called to ask you on. As you went deeper and deeper into your spiritual practice and your content started to switch from going from kind of the entry level spiritual practice to being more in depth and more dimensional did you feel resistance around talking about any of those things? Funny enough, no. Like I didn't at all. But the one thing that I, I really live by is um, like really being the embodiment of your medicine, the embodiment of your teaching, your service, all of it. And that's going to continue to change as long as you're working on yourself, right? Like you're going to keep getting better and better. You're going to keep going deeper and deeper. And what's awesome about that is those that have been with you in the beginning, hopefully they're doing it too. Hopefully they're growing alongside of you. And so I look at like my business and I look at my platforms as this co-creative space. Like those, I have so many people that have been with me since my MLM days insane. Wow. And so, yeah. And so like many of the, I just had somebody message me like a couple weeks ago, husband, wife team. They were actually on the MLM team that I, I was on and they're getting ready to start their own business. And they're like, because of watching what you've done, you've inspired us. We're going to start this business. I'm like, that's been like six years of following, you know, like stuff like that. So it's like, I look at that co-creative environment of like, I don't care if you're buying my stuff. Like, let's just do this together. Let's create this environment where we are growing and evolving together, you know? And so what's great is as you keep growing, hopefully your network is with you and alongside of you and doing it with you. So as you go deeper and you release new stuff at that deeper level, they're probably going to be like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And they're going to grow alongside you know, and then those that maybe aren't feeling it anymore, 
they'll kindly walk away. And then people that are there that are looking for a support system to help them will flow in, you know? Yeah. And sometimes the people that leave come back. Oh my gosh, which is so wild, isn't it? I it's always, it always like makes me so excited. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Tell me about your inner work. I want to explore that because you're such a master of it. Tell me all of the things about Natalie Bright and her self-care and yeah. Yeah. time for inner work. I really, I mean, my whole beginning of my day is dedicated to that. And so that's one thing that I think, especially as entrepreneurs that are kind of growing into this new paradigm way of doing things is learning how to really actually harness and work with your own energy is everything, like everything, really learning how to be deeply rooted in your own power because when you're from that space, things like comparison, competition, you know, judgment, criticism, all that stuff, it's not going to get in your head. It's when you're out of your own power that that stuff is going to be in there. And so every morning I have my, my container of time for my alignment, my self-care, my uh, inner work where I do like whatever I feel, feel I need or whatever I'm focused on for that, you know, that day, whether it be reading, writing, yoga, journaling, I don't know, anything and everything, all the things. Um, and I do a lot of energy work too. So I'll do like different energy work practices, energy medicine practices, um, breath work, I mean, anything and everything. Um, and that really kind of sets the tone for the entire day. Uh, and then I always, like each quarter, I usually have my studies of like the concepts that I'm really deep diving into and learning more about. So like right now I've been studying um, energy and plant medicine, which has been super fascinating, like super, super fascinating. Um, and just bringing in this, because I've been bringing in a lot of like, uh, energy medicine into my business coaching of like really bringing that kind of direction into things. So it's been very cool to see kind of how your studies can always be pushed out and in a catalyst for your business. You know, I actually find it fascinating that that's where your study is right now, because I've been diving into that myself. I just signed up for um, a shamanic study series here in my town and I just had my, um, my second plant medicine journey. Yes. It's been like, that's been such a huge part of exploring like my inner being and who I meant to be and like all the stories and the ego and like working through all of those things. It's so eye-opening. It's, um, that door really got opened for me last year because, um, somehow, some way I attracted a couple different, um, plant medicine guides that I was coaching, that I was working with. And I, I was, I've always been like into that realm. Um, I mean, I've been like utilizing plant medicine for quite a while, but like I never really went into it in the realm of like how deeply transformational it is until I started working with a couple people that that was their specialty. So I got to learn a lot about it. And man, that just like opened my eyes tremendously. And then um, I work with a couple herbalists and things like that too, which again, just like, and that's the thing co-creation like your your clients and everything are always going to be supporting you and your growth just as much as you're supporting them yes i love that in working with clients have you learned to master boundary work in that process like how you handled and worked with people in the beginning of your business journey versus now how is that different 
Oh my gosh, night and day, <laughs> night and day. And what's interesting is um, my boundary work actually was called in um, due to personal life stuff that had been going on that I really needed. I really needed to learn boundaries um, due to personal life stuff. And that was them trickled into my business and boundaries started getting stronger in my business too. That's what's so beautiful about where we're kind of headed with business is like no longer is it like my work's over here, my life's over here. It's like, it's all just this one, one thing, you know? Um, and so man, it is totally different with how I work with clients now where, um, everything is tightened up, like everything is tightened up. And I think again, that comes from really being in your power and in your belief and it, knowing your worth and your value and knowing what it is that you bring to the table and seeing how precious that is, you know, and the more I believed in myself and what I brought to the table, the tighter my boundaries got. Cause it's like, dude, this is what I'm doing. So like, this is how I do it. And, um, the, how you do it becomes clearer and clearer. And then the boundaries get clearer and clearer. Yeah, for sure. What about, um, scheduling, right? Like working on weekends versus like, I think you're such a beautiful representation of how flow filled a business can be. Right. And so I'm over here. I'm like, I need to pull out all of the answers for people who are listening. <laughs> so tell, tell me about scheduling. If any of my clients listen to this, they're going to be like, she's the schedule nut. I am a nut about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it creates freedom that your schedule is what creates freedom scheduling systems, it creates freedom. Um, and so often, especially intuitives or individuals that want to be more, you know, from the higher chakras and the clouds, they're very fearful of the scheduling because they feel like it's going to, you know, box them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But man, does it not. It, it gives you better ability to harness your power and really extend your power more effectively. And so my schedule, like, I am very clear on like, this is what I am not available for. Like I do not work. I do not take any client calls on the weekends. I used to. And I actually this year, like really, I think it was in January, I put a cap in it of like, nope. And I would only take like one or two maybe, but I take none now. Um, and I had to actually say, sorry, I can't work with you to a couple people because I, I refuse to do it. Um, and same with during the week, during the week, I always give myself specific days that are for clients. And then I always give myself one day somewhere between Monday and Friday. That is my creation day where I take no calls. It's all me like in the trenches doing whatever I want to do in terms of creating for the business. So it's like, yeah, balancing that creativity and, and working in the business versus on the business or back end versus front end, you know? Yeah, for sure. How, how has it been to create an entire brand dedicated to the non-physical? I mean, I know obviously this is business, right? So there's a byproduct of prosperity and financial freedom that a lot of people are using as the leverage point to invest with you, but all of the stuff that you're doing is internal. And I think there's so much resistance out there from a lot of people who say, well, I want to do a, a soul-driven business. I want to create a soul-centered brand, but is that really tangible? Is that something people can buy? Is that something that people actually want? I would love to hear from you because you've done it so well. That's such an interesting question because 
Um, there is a lot of fear around that, especially the fear of do people really want it? Oh, you know, do people want that approach or a lot of thought around, well, people only want this. People only are worried about money. People only want, you know, to know how to sign more clients, but that's just making assumptions, you know, and that's also having very little faith in humanity, in my opinion. And so for me, I really believe, um, and I see it every day that we are in such a massive, massive shift with how we are approaching business. Business is changing, like drastically changing where no, it's, and the thing is it's changing, but it's more our, our focus and our perspective is changing because of course we want to make money. Of course we want all the shiny stuff. Duh. Like we'd be lying to ourselves if we did, if we said we didn't, but we're realizing that that isn't the focus and that that is the byproduct and that is the effect of the inner of first creating a business from flow, from meaning, from purpose, um, from intention, you know, like that's the, that is the goal. I always say, um, the prize is the process is the prize mm. and it is truly like, so that shift and, you know, we live in this world that like everything is get it now, get it fast, me, 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 you know, all this stuff, but we're seeing that change and we're seeing that hasn't served us. Look where we're at collectively right now. I mean, like this me focus mentality, this ego driven mentality has really, really caused a lot of damage on this planet. And so if we want to plan it in the future, we got to shift. We have to shift. And that's what's very empowering for me as an entrepreneur because we have the power to help shift that and to, to shift not just how we're doing business for ourselves to be more fulfilled and happy while we're getting that shiny stuff, but that is a ripple. And that ripple is going to really bring massive healing to this planet that we desperately need. Yeah, one thing I really admire about you, Natalie, is the, the work is not about you. It's about, and it's not even about the client. It's about the collective and, and the consciousness of the whole. I, I really deeply admire that uh, about your work and about the mission that you have. Um, that hasn't always been your approach, has it? Mm-mm, mm-mm. But it made, it, it came in when I, I think one, I think it always, we, we shift into a bigger vision, the deeper we shift into ourselves, you know? Um, and I mean, of course, like when I first started, the only thing I cared about was how can I pay my bills this month? How can I make enough money to pay my bills? I didn't care, you know? <laughs> and, and that's okay. And that's one thing is like, if that's where you're at now, cool, let it be that, you know, and study spiral dynamics. Cause that'll help you understand the, the raising of your consciousness. Cause as you, as you start developing and raising your consciousness, you're going to start having a broader and a wider self and a, and a broader and a wider reason why you're doing what you're doing. And so it's like, it's okay where you're at right now. It's okay. Whatever reason is driving you right now, because as you keep moving forward, it'll just grow. Mm -hmm. I think like I, I resonate with that so deeply because I remember in the beginning of my journey, it was all about me being seen and being successful so that I could show everybody who I used to work with, look at me, I did it, right? Yeah. And it was like that fear-based sort of egoic drive to be recognized, to be um, seen by other people. And then once I got that, I was like, 
okay, now what? Right? Like, yeah. like, all right, like, where do we go from here? And all of the journey beyond that has been about, I mean, you said it so well, like going deeper within yourself and expanding beyond yourself yeah. to serve the greater yeah. good. So yeah. what are you working on right now? Right now, um, I'm kind of in a nice little pause um, while we get ready to move and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But we, ha- I have a couple couple things up my sleeve for the for the fall that I've already kind of planting seeds with. Um, I started a really cool group coaching program a couple months back. It was the first round of it. And I'm always a little hesitant with group coaching because I don't like them large. I like them intimate enough that there's still a lot of one-on-one that can happen in the setting. And this first session, like, was amazing. Like, absolutely, like, blew it out of the water. was such an incredible experience. So I have a second round of that coming for the fall that I'm very, very excited for. And then um, beyond that, I'm kind kind of playing with the potential of some retreat or some sort of local something. Yeah. Well, Portland has a retreat center that Neil Donald Walsh and his wife run. Ooh. The author of Conversations with God. Um, That's been on my list for quite a while. Portland is just full of so many, because it's a conscious community, right? Like all of those people are very aware and awake. And there's just so much, like, especially in terms of nature and the outdoors, like there's a lot, there is a lot of potential there to create some very, very awesome containers for growth. Yeah. Yeah. You were one of the first women to introduce me to the book, um, Women Who Run With the Wolves, I believe it's called. Did you read the whole thing? I still have about that much left. I would. Dense. It is. It's intense. And it's. I don't know if you noticed this, but like I have to process each chapter. I have to like sit with it and really process it before I can move on. Um, So yeah, I haven't finished all of it, but oh my gosh, like life-changing book, life-changing. Is that, if you look back on like your journey, was that like the pivotal book that sort of awakened you to everything or? No, it's actually, I would say um, Eckhart Tolle definitely was like, because I went deep dive and studied Eckhart last year. And that was last year, it was just like, I I don't even know what happened. Like, I like, because once I, because I had been studying law of attraction and Abraham, and I kind of see like, I see the manifestation realm and like Abraham and that stuff is kind of like the getting started into, you know, the, the waking up and the raising of your consciousness. So it's like, that's kind of where you start getting a taste of the magic, you know, the magic that is within that deeper, um, unseen and unknown. But then when you start going a little bit beyond that, and I think a lot of kind of full circling it to the attachment and the control, when you reside in just the manifestation beginner stuff, there's still a lot of control and attachment. Because it's a lot focused on like, um, if I do this, if I have these thoughts, if I do this, then I'll get this. There's a lot of like attachment there. But when you move deeper into the embodiment of more of the presence, the awareness, that realm, it's more just like free flow, like total free flow. So Eckhart was that for me. Eckhart opened me up there. 
So it's funny you say Eckhart because when I first got his book, I have this habit with certain books. I don't know. Maybe you feel this way. I'll get a book and it'll be above my level of consciousness or more deep than I'm already at, right? And I'll read the book and I'll go, what the fuck is this? This is dumb. And I'll like throw it across the room. Like, this is so stupid. And then like three months later, I'll pick it up and be like, this is the best book ever. Like so many breakthroughs. Eckhart was one of those books yeah, for me. Yeah, I, I had that with The Power of Now. I tried to read it yep. years ago, and I, could, I was not there. And then once I started it last year, I was like, it just, I don't even know. It, it literally changed me completely. I had um, The Power of Now and The Untethered Soul, uh, which is not Eckhart Tolle for those of you guys listening. But those two books, I had to actually listen to them on Audible while I read them mm-hmm. because my brain – was so resistant to that concept and principle of like surrender, be here, trust that it almost felt like I wasn't reading English. And I really was like, I would read two pages and be like, well, what did I just read? Because my mind would just go off. So that was really helpful for me to listen to the audible on, I think like two X or one point. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was really yeah, cool. yeah. That's how I was with uh, women who run with the wolves too. I had that book years ago, and I could not. I I wasn't there. And then once I started diving in this year, I think I started at the beginning of this year. It was just like, and then all this like feminine rising started coming in. It it was so wild. But that's been. I think that's where I started to fall more deeply in love with your content. Was when I watched you go from the spiritual space into the spiritual feminine, which I think is, there's like a very big transformation that I've watched you go through in honoring that process. Do you feel that for yourself as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the feminine rising aspects have just been so bizarre, like so bizarre to watch. Yeah. Because um, I've always been really disconnected to like previously, like really disconnected to my body. Um, and to just even feeling comfortable with being in or with my body. Um, and I mean, I struggled with eating disorders for years when I was younger. And so I've always had this massive judgment and criticism toward myself. And the feminine rising changed all of that. And what's really wild is as I started going into like reading Women Who Run With The Wolves, and then I started reading Witch, which is a really good other um, like feminine rising book. Um, the, the last year, like I started losing all this weight, like, and I, I didn't change anything. And literally my mother-in-law just that this past weeks we were swimming. She was like, you look like you lost more weight. And I'm like, I don't know why. Cause I eat a ton of ice cream like all the time. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but it's just wild. Um, it's like the shedding, yes. the shedding of all the bullshit of like just the stuff we carry that. It's just this um, patriarchal, like, armor that we can let go of now, you know? 1,000%. I yeah. res- That is, like, so true to my core. The more I did the inner work and the connection to the feminine and honoring my moon cir- circles and cycles yeah. and all of those things, like, I just felt so safe to be seen. And that's when I started losing a lot of my weight because I wasn't holding on to any of that armor, right? Yeah. Like that all went away. Oh my God. This it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so wild. And that's, that's the kind of stuff that, um, again, 
build your self-trust, build your self-belief because you are living, you're the embodiment, you're living it. Yeah. So before we sign off, I just want to hold space to ask you like three points that come to your head of like things I wish I knew looking back, like the first three things that come to you. Right away. The first thing that I was, that popped in my head is um, external things do not define you, your worth, your value, your enoughness. You do like always coming back home to that, that you define you um, and that you don't need to attach to the external for, for validation, hands down. Um, point two would say have more fun, have more fun, prioritize pleasure. And then point three, slow down slow down. The process is the prize. Let it be easy by slowing down. That's so much for everybody who's resonating with this episode. Let's let our community know where they can find you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hang out on Instagram quite a lot. That's where I'm primarily at. So I'm under, I am Natalie bright on Instagram. And then beyond that, nataliebrightcoaching.com or just kind of search Natalie Bright and you'll probably find me somewhere. (laughs) I love you, Natalie. Thank you so much for being here. This was amazing. Yes, thank you. It's my pleasure. Guys, I'm so excited to announce another winner. Thank you so much for listening to this entire episode of the Badass Business Podcast. So it's August and that means that every single episode we are reading a review and one lucky winner is going to win a Badass Business Babe sweater. To participate, all you have to do, it's real simple, just leave a review of the Badass Business Podcast and share it on Instagram when you're done. Tag us at Badass Business Babe. So this review is from someone who titled her name as Tracken. So if you're listening to this Tracken, All you have to do is just email us uh, to get your sweater. She says, I love listening to these women so much. I have been a listener for a while now, and I have learned so much from this podcast. The wisdom, the heart, the woo, and the laughs. Lauren and Coraline are an incredible team. This podcast left me craving more knowledge, so I invested in a program from them, and I'm so glad I did. I'm growing more than I've ever had before, and this podcast inspired so much of that. Tracking, thank you so, so much. I wish I knew what your name was so I could just send you a ton of love. But congratulations on winning your sweater. And for anybody who wants to win one, all you got to do is just leave a review and share it on Instagram and tag us at Badass Business Babe. I love you guys so much. To all of our winners, you just have to email us at contact at whatisperfection.com with the subject line winner. Let us know what your sweater size is and your mailing address, and we'll go from there. And to all of you guys listening, I love you so, so much. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being such a loyal listener for us. I adore each and every one of you.